pretty good. Good plan. And that's us done for the day, guys. That was so much work. Hello and welcome back to Chat Shit, where we're very excited to be joined by a guest who is out of this world. Oh my God. <laughs> Nobody's ever said they've been excited to see me before. This is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Killian. Tell us a bit Thanks about yourself. Thanks very much. Um, my name's Killian. Um, I've been the host of three or four failed podcasts at this point. And I once studied a bit of astronomy before I dropped out. So I think I'm qualified to chat shit about some billionaires who think they're astronauts. Um, <laughs> You're more qualified than they are anyways. Ouch. Oh, God. Are you fucking throwing shade? Well, that's as far as we know. We know very little about this sudden billionaire space race that seems to be happening before our eyes. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I um, thought, you know, this would be a good time to do it because uh, what you basically have here are like two very different people with two very different space programs with different aims, different technologies that founded these companies at different times. And yet they've somehow managed to both go into space within like a bit over a week of each other. And their names um, are Ali and Lisa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're filming this. We're recording this in space as we speak. <laughs> Live from the space station. But no, so we're talking about King Jeff. Didn't he go up? Over he our, did, yeah. Our spooky overlord who is stealing all of our money and data. And another mm. spooky overlord who's stealing a lot of data and money, Richard Branson. And those are the two. Those are the two. Uh, there's, there's really three players in the space race. Of course, you can't leave out Daddy Elon himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. With his alien but, uh, wife, Grimes his goals are a bit different richard branson and jeff bezos kind of came into this from like a space tourism standpoint from the beginning elon musk's goal from the beginning was always been to put humans on mars and uh, there might be some space tourism along the way which we might get into later possible tom cruise involvement as well of course of course um but yeah i mean do you want me to just kind of like give you like the super bare bones basics just like knock it out what they did and yeah let's go from there yeah, for the listeners as well if you haven't already figured out what this week's episode is about <laughs> we are talking about billionaires in space ufos space in general because we're just fascinated by a bunch of like rich people going up like it just kind of came out the of neck. nowhere like the absolute it just neck, came but... out of nowhere like so I yeah just think you can go to space <laughs> uh, yeah so like Basically, uh, I'll just hammer this out real quick. So Richard Branson, he founds this company called Virgin Galactic back in 2004 with the idea of building a space plane to take rich assholes into space uh, for four minutes of zero-G shenanigans with a few tumbles and flips and shit like that, and then they come back down and land. And Jeff Bezos' idea was to build a single-stage rocket uh, to go straight up into space again, about four minutes in zero-G to do your flips and your tumbles and throw skittles at each other come back and then it lands, uh, the rocket lands under its own engine, then the capsule comes in on a parachute. And both of them had their first test flights with passengers on board within about a week of each other this month in July 2021, the month of billionaires in space. Um, <laughs> Richard Branson's thing uh, has had a bit of a shaky, you know, beginning. There was a, a crash. There was actually two accidents. Ooh. There was an explosion at their engine production facility, killed a few workers there. Shit. And then a uh, their first test vehicle um, broke up in the atmosphere, killed one of the two pilots, and like critically injured the other one. Uh, so not a great start on that one. No. Uh, so far, Jeff Bezos' one has been a bit more successful, but uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. Mm. Um, certainly, both their first test flights were successful. Um, but yeah, I just thought this would be a good topic because it's kind of like 
I'm excited about space. I know a lot of people are excited about space, but at the same time, billionaires. What do you make of them? Are you are you big Elon Musk shills like a lot of people seem to be for some reason? I think like the main thing for me is like when it comes to space, like I I would love to go to space, but then I mm. also like I don't know the ethics of spending so much money on space travel. I just always think about it. Like I don't know, is there not other things? But then yeah, I suppose. That's, that's kind of a big thing. Space like, travel, everyone always points out how expensive it is, and it does cost billions in research and development, and every launch costs hundreds of millions. It's something ridiculous. Even for like just to launch a satellite into space will cost you like half a billion or something at the best of times. But um, I mean, compared to like what the US military spends in the region of like six or seven hundred trillion, or that doesn't sound right, six or seven hundred <laughs> billion a year or whatever it is, that's fucking insane money. Oh, that's also bullshit though yeah um but yeah i mean you got some billionaires like bill gates who's also not the best but at least he spends billions on developing vaccines and stuff rather than developing space planes that blow up and kill pilots and then Um, when we talk about like billionaires in space like obviously it costs so much money and here today we're going to be talking about like why can't normal people go into space i suppose but like how could they you know these these are the people who they're the only people who have the money to actually build the shit to make it happen mm. so like i can't see how a normal person will get to well i mean unless they pick you with their fucking lotteries like this is kind of thing it's stuff like this it's kind of like the way i look at it is i'm not a big fan i'm not a fan of any of these people even elon musk um at all but as a fan of space i feel like the cheaper they can bring down the cost of getting into space, the closer it will be for plebs like us to be able to go into space. So, like, the, uh, Elon Musk's current rocket he's working on, when it's done, he says it's going to be, like, the cheapest rocket ever to launch and yet the most powerful rocket ever built. So, I mean, 50 years down the line, it might be the case where for 20 grand, you could probably go live on the International Space Station for a week or whatever, you know? Like, it, they're bringing that I suppose, that yeah, airplanes are probably incredibly expensive at 1.2 mm. and now they're 10 euro yeah so yeah you could For be going through the ryanair thing. check-in of space any day now you know that's so you crazy like... to think about though isn't it like but i also thought like we actually would have like cover cars and shit by now do you know i don't know when you think like 2020 when you're younger that just seems like such like i don't know the future yeah the thing that kind of made me want to talk about this when, when I saw Jeff Bezos walking... Did either of you watch the live streams, by the way? Of no, the two I'm launches? not giving them any cash. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, but when I just saw Jeff Bezos walking down to his rocket in a cowboy hat, he got into he his fucking rocket in a cowboy He wore a cowboy hat. I was just like, how did we fall so far? How did it come to this? You know? Did like, they not have to wear all like the gear? They were wearing like flight suits. They don't have to wear like helmets or anything. Um, oh, mad. They're like... I mean, yeah, like, I, I I don't know what would happen if the they lost pressure. Like, would they just all suffocate? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I couldn't hold my breath for four minutes. I don't know if an 82-year-old person could either. So, the so they're only on. actually in in space for four minutes? They're, they're in zero G for four minutes. Um, and it's weird that both of them have about the same amount of time because they're both very different. Jeff Bezos' one flies, like, way higher, like, nearly twice as high as Branson's one does. And um, this is actually another thing as well both of them are kind of arguing that because they've been in space that they're astronauts but the um american aviation authority just changed the definition of an astronaut this week to exclude no them way. oh my god um, what, what did they change it to like the wording of it i don't know the exact 
definition as it is now, but I think it focuses a lot more on the training. So it's kind of like, you, you know, popping your head into space for four minutes and just having a peek around and coming back down doesn't make you an astronaut anymore. You have to actually go Train. through astronaut training, you know. Um, mm. One of the people on these two flights, I think, does qualify. Um, you, you're going to like this one. She's called uh, Wally Funk. And um, she was robbed of going to space back in the 60s by the damn US government. Uh, there was like a... It was kind of buried. In the 60s, they were training like the first seven American astronauts, the Mercury 7. And at the same time, the leader of the astronaut training program was training uh, the Mercury 13, who were 13 female pilots. And they passed all the astronaut training with like flying colors. And they brought it to Congress. They're like, we're going to go to space. We're going to send women to space. And Congress were like, eh, no, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, we're just so who brought space. her up? Which one of the lads were like, you can uh, come with me? Bezo brought her up. Yeah. And now she's the oldest Esty person Bezo. ever in space. <laughs> Tucked Which like little, the only when I'm watching hat. this live stream, I'm like, I would want this rocket to explode if only for Wally Funk was on it, yeah. and she deserves to go to space. So I feel like Jeff Bezos might have put her on there just for some good karma, maybe you know, just to protect himself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so no um, final destination shit takes him out. You know, I have to admit that I am terrified of space. Mm. <laughs> um, to the point where Ali was like, "Oh, we should come up with some space recommendations," and I was like. I don't think you understand, Ali. Like, I think about space sometimes and I throw up. <laughs> I went to um, the Space Museum thing in DC. What's it oh, called? The Air and Space like, Museum. Cool. I would fucking love to go there. That's like my dream. Now, I was like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to do some deep breathing and I just will be fine. I nearly passed out on the second floor. I was like, the concept of space is just too much for my brain. So are they just looking to like scratch the surface and like just get a little bit out of Earth so that they can boast about it? Or is it full like we're moving to Mars tomorrow or are they hunting it, for aliens? This kind of thing is more like um, I, they're just chasing the dragon, man. It's like they're billionaires. They've done everything that there is to do on Earth. This is like Fucking billion. Bored. This is like skydiving for billionaires or like a roller coaster for billionaires or something. This is like what's the most extreme shit we can do and I don't care how much it costs. Let's go to space you know yeah. um but it, it will be getting better like there's a couple of missions planned uh that were meant to take place over the next couple of months but have been pushed back but they'll actually take paying customers into orbit like for three or four days at a time so that would be like some next level stuff that's like some actual space traveling that will be like not just poking your head up and coming back mm. would you go if you were offered to get on do you know, a rocket in the morning. 100%. Would yeah, you go? Absolutely. If, like, yeah. they arrive at your front door, are you getting in? No. hope. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, you're never going to get that chance opposites. ever again, you know? It's great. Like, I would go. What a change of scenery. <laughs> Is that change the only scenery. reason you're going, Ali? Yeah. Just nice, for the view. Nice view. Hmm. Lovely view. We'd take a few nice pickies out the window. You'd probably meet a few sound people on the trip. You'd all be fucking yeah. shooting yourselves you, you going could be, You could be trapped in a capsule with Jeff Bezos and his brother and like Bald an 18 year old rich asshole, <laughs> you know? Like, that would be horrible. I'd, I'd just... like, I don't know, I would just sit the opposite end. Just the opposite end. I don't yeah, think you're I bring like I bring my earphones or something. <laughs> just ignore them. He's paid Actually, for you to go yeah, to space. Yeah, what would you just be them. listening to if you went up to space? Like, I don't know. I always like have like certain songs that I listen to when like a plane is taken off. And I would like try line up like a, a taken off in the music, but like the t I don't I just do this for fun. What Final would you countdown listen to? Would have to be up there. Yeah, what would you listen to on the way up? I think that'd be fun. 
What's your like blast off playlist? Ooh. Oh my god, we should make one. Don't stop me now episode. by Queen would be very That's good. That's a great choice. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. That'd Anything with a bit fun. of like rhythm to it, like I don't know. If any musician deserves to go to space, it would have been Freddie Mercury. Rocket oh my god, Man. yeah. You gotta well, play Rocket, Rocket Man, Man yeah. Point. John. Um, that David Bowie song. Uh, oh, what is Space it? Spaceman. Starman. Uh, is it just called Spaceman? I forget what it's called. It's the ground control, the Major Tom one. Space. Is it Space Oddity? Space Oddity. Space Oddity. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Whoops. I just remembered your man on the space station played guitar and sang that a few years back. Oh, yeah, Chris that's Hatfield. the, the yeah. first music video made in space. Um, uh, that, Chris Hadfield would be someone I'd love to sit in a capsule with for a few days and have the chats with, you know? Um, I met Chris Hadfield in a bookshop in Galway, which nice. was a very bizarre... Yeah, did I not tell you this, Ali? No. Went, went to Galway for a weekend and it just so happened that Chris Hadfield was in town and he popped into the Eason's to sign some books and we just walked in and had a chat with him just like off the street and it was just like bizarre trying to conceptualise that this man is the man who was in space three times this it's man has so shat crazy. into a funnel connected to a like a hoover basically uh, are people out there like i'm just thinking about flat earthers there are there people out there who like think that space isn't real is that a thing oh 100 yeah i've gone on like rabbit holes about this um if you start with like the flat earth stuff and then you get into like the space doesn't exist stuff you eventually start to get into some weird fringe shit like i found videos oh. with only a few hundred views of people who don't believe penguins exist because i've seen one i hate to break uh, it to them no no see that's either an animatronic or it's a different bird that ah. they've said as a penguin <laughs> to trick you uh because if penguins existed then antarctica exists and if antarctica exists then the big ice wall around the flat earth doesn't exist and then the flat earth doesn't exist oh, so therefore Jesus. penguins don't exist we got approached recently kind of by a flat earth podcast who wanted to come on and talk to us and you done i that. originally thought oh, it was a joke i want to do it sent us an email and now i'm like Will we just end up getting in a fight with some flat earthers? <laughs> I think it would be really funny. Good content. Because I feel like our listeners know us well enough now at this point to know when we're that taking we believe the, piss. the earth is round. Yeah, but oh, and also when when we're taking the piss, but maybe they wouldn't be able to tell, and they would um, think that we're really believing them. I don't want to be cheeky funny. since uh, I'm already like super grateful that you've even had me on once but if you did have a pack of flat earthers on here can i come out just for like five minutes just five minutes yeah, just yeah, to make my, segment. my case prove them wrong just nothing better you in a like, giant globe yeah zoom us in like zoom in from space like, just, like, zoom in from like my phone up looking at yeah, the window in space in with like bezel Antarctica. <laughs> it's Guys, a penguin they exist <laughs> from dublin zoo if you could put a penguin in space no, check me. <laughs> um, I wanted boss. to run this by you, right? There's a company at the moment called Axiom who are building more bits to put on the space station, but they're just for commercial use. They're just for like space tourists. So it's basically like a miniature space hotel attached to the space yeah. station. It's like because there have there have been tourists going up to the space station, but they're getting in the way of the astronauts trying to do their jobs and stuff. So they're putting on dedicated little rooms for them to stay in. Love Island in space, okay? Oh we've my got, god. We've got the space, we've got the rooms attached to the space station, we've got the technology, we've got the funding. Launch the next se series of Love Island into space. Sexy I want singles. to launch the Love Island men into space. 
Yeah, this was a question I actually had for both of you. I've made a list here of people I would blast into space that I never want to see come back. Um, and Ooh. one of the people, one of the groups on the list are um, every man who's had their head turned in Casa Amor this week. Mm-hmm. Every single behavior. one of the little bastards, straight off, first on the list. Bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang. There's, there's a few options here. Like, you're launching someone into space. Are we just launching them into deep space and forgetting about them and letting yeah. them starve to death? Or are we launching they're them just into going, the sun? They're just going up. No, like... up into space. Just that's up, it. just gone. I yeah, like that. Never yeah. coming back. Launching them into the sun is too good for them. Yeah, that's a bit they'll, too they'll spicy. They'll end up there. They'll end up in some sun eventually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I'm on board. I haven't seen the season of Love Island so far, but I can get down with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can trust us on that one. Launch them in space. <laughs> They're gone. I'm also going to pop the fella who made LinkedIn in there because LinkedIn is cursed. Yes. <laughs> uh, Hell sight. He's probably is... on his way to space already. Yeah, I Googled it and I was like, I bet. I was like, there's no way a woman created this. But no, it is, it is a fella. He's going to space. Of course. See ya. Bye. Um, is he d- oh my gosh he was like another <laughs> jeff he probably is he's probably thinking about it can we like, put them all on the one rocket but with just enough be up there a long time everyone we send up put them on the same rocket but with just enough food for like half of them to survive maybe they start eating or is that too evil because they're all like selfish yeah. evil pricks they can inject um, someone out the airlock every week make a tv I show have a, oh my god make it a reality show and they they literally have to eject each other into space like among us <laughs> kicking them I out exactly yeah <laughs> oh my god literally like among us they have to do silly challenges <laughs> i'd love that i would definitely watch i have um the three um the three fellas here leo vradker Hall, and owen murphy they're going straight up yeah bye boys See you like, later. Bye, boys. That, yeah. uh, I'd like to put forward. Um, have you ever seen the episode of Simpsons where Homer goes to hell and the guy's like, "You like donuts? Have all the donuts in the world," and force feeds him like a million donuts. No. Okay. Well, basically, to Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk, I would say, "You like space, do you? Have all the space in the world." Just launch into space, never to come back. Just send them Oh my them off god. Well, on it's the same so rocket. weird that they all went and and it was like all successful. Like, when I think of, yeah. like, space rockets and stuff, I think of, like, you know, a 50-50 chance of blowing yeah. up. I'm very they're, surprised um, that they're all alive still. They're not... They've gotten a lot better. I mean, like, they're sort of getting to the point now where they're relaunching rockets, like, ten times, you know? Like, and landing them and launching them again. So, like, they've gotten, like, mega safe. Like, it used to be dodgy, you know, back in the 60s and 70s. That wasn't mm-hmm. great. Um, The space shuttle at one point was, like... Uh, they kind of, after Challenger, they reworked their safety criteria and discovered that all the launches pre-Challenger had about a one in three chance of a failure of some kind. So, like, Whoa. every time they launch a space shuttle, they're basically almost flipping a coin, just being like, something's going to go wrong here. Oh, my um, God. Was, I think like that's the part Wild of the reason West. I have so much anxiety around it. Like, my God, thinking about that and thinking about how big it was in the 70s for people to be being sent into space, you're like, this is mind-blowing, the level of risk. I still don't trust it, I think. Maybe that's something. Maybe that's my own something, personal uh, issue. I need to work something like Jeff Bezos's rocket, which, by the way, looks like like a dick. If you look up a picture of it, everyone <laughs> was slagging. They're watching the live stream just being like, oh, it's a flying dick. It literally just looks like a dick. <laughs> but anyway, with a couple of dicks inside it, am I right? Uh, oh but, um, that thing seems pretty safe. Like that, uh, It's not... You know, it's it, it, what well, my my worry would be getting stuck in orbit and just not being able to come back down. You know, like if there was a failure when you're in orbit, you're just kind of fucked. You can't come you back. You can't leave. Yeah, like you just stay up there, just 
fucking spinning around the earth forever, oh basically. Oh my god, that is horrific. I don't yeah. know that could happen. It was like, with Jeff Bezos' thing, there's no chance of that happening. It just goes straight up and straight falls back, you know, like 10 minutes okay. later. Um, I'd still so go. Fine. I honestly would, would absolutely go. Sorry to be a billionaire. Than Sorry like to be four yeah. months, But uh, I, I would, I would chance it. I think I would take my, um, I think I'd take the risk. How many millions of people's data would you sell illegally to uh, for that chance? To I'd go sell in space? the whole world's data illegally to go. I knew it. Fuck it. You're all the fucking Why not? same. Like that's definitely how those lads are thinking. Like, fuck it. Pro- I was looking like, into they probably like, thought, uh, oh, we might die on the way up. Might as well. I was, I was looking at a few. I, I, or here's something actually potential conspiracy. Um, I looked up Richard Branson controversy. I looked up Elon Musk controversy, and I looked up Jeff Bezos controversy. Right. You look up literally anyone's name and the word controversy, you get articles about all the dodgy shit they've done. They usually have a Wikipedia article called Controversies that says all the shit they've done. Jeff Bezos, nothing in his Wikipedia article about anything dodgy. Nothing but articles praising him, the whole first page of Google. It's like, some. there was literally like a Business Insider article that was like, the Business Insider article was like, uh, you may think, people say Jeff Bezos is a bit of a dodgy cunt, but he's actually great. This is how awesome he is. And I had to do some digging to find some dodgy shit he's done. He's obviously done plenty. Most of it's from Amazon. But he's he's also had an affair on his wife with a singer Haven't called Lauren all? Sanchez. And when it was... When it, when it became public, nudes of the singer he had the affair with were leaked online. And people involved were like, well, it's obviously Bezos who's leaked these nudes. Who else would have them? And like, oh my it's never God. been confirmed or anything. But... Uh, he also, he also has his greasy mitts. He also has the power to stop the nudes from being leaked, probably. That's the and thing. Like, he's got, he, he's got his little fingers in so many... Uh, he's, he's, he's involved in uh, fucking Twitter. He's involved in Airbnb and the Washington Post. Business Insider, hey, he owns that, or he owns a stake in that, and they were the guys who wrote that little cush, fucking cushy piece about him. Uh, yeah, so just don't re- trust anything you read about a billionaire because they can just pay to have the information redacted or changed, you know? Don't trust them frankly I don't. what about the good side of space guys what about space recommendations has anyone got any movies or books or fun stuff that is not depressing it's not millionaires or billionaires in space it's just like i'm sorry i keep bringing the mood down giving out about billionaires and their <laughs> oh my god do you hear the biz. cat no the cat's meowing outside my door oh no early get him in here oh what's her name continue oh my god it's reuben reuben that's a really that's a good name for a cat it's my housemate's cat she's very cute um do you have any good space wrecks i was gonna say do you Um, have any ali um i have loads yeah i feel like mine are a little bit like um one of mine i think i imagined but i wrote it down anyways so I, yeah, I, there's an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians where they went to Area 51. As far as I can remember, they were, like, meant to go on, like, a family oh camping trip. I, maybe I made it up right because I looked this up, like, before we were recording and I could not find anything about it. But I am convinced that I watched an episode. Maybe I got abducted by aliens and they implanted this in my head. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching an episode where they go there and, and there's like, I don't know, like lads on top of hills with guns and then they like run away. Um, I've got the clip here, actually. I've just found it. Um, Chloe Kardashian <laughs> plans fa- to hunt for aliens in Area 51. <laughs> this was 
a whole family though. I I found that. I found a thing about Chloe and Tristan, but that's from this year. This this oh, episode okay. was years ago. Uh, like probably like 2011, 2012. But when I was looking for it, you know what I did find, and I didn't know this existed. I don't know if people know this exists. Was um I found Kendall and Kylie's old YouTube channel, which I'm sure people have seen. But there's a video on it called Kardashian Jenner Family Music Video to Katy Perry's E.T. from 2011. And it's like just as good as you can imagine. Like it's it's probably filmed on like a phone. It's I think it's from around the same time as I remembered that clip from of Cambridge where and it was a Courtney and they're like Kim people are dying when her earrings like in the ocean they're in like Bali. I think oh I've seen that clip actually yeah there's like huts and uh, I think it's from that same holiday like they're in these like hut things but they're all like miming along to the song and it's like so cringe and and Kendall and Kylie are really really young in it like we'll have to share it on the Instagram because like I didn't find the Area 51 thing but I found that Um, and I mean it's it's mildly space related there's another thing that I remember from the the area 51 thing i think i can't remember what it's like kendall or kylie or maybe it's one of the others but i think it was one of the younger ones where they're talking about some road um near area 51 it's called like et drive or et avenue or something like that oh my god i hope i didn't make this up and uh, i think it's kylie then it's like oh my god so that's where the name et like the film comes from and then kendall it's like no kylie it's extraterrestrial <laughs> I'm gonna try find this because it, it has to be real I wouldn't have thought of all of that but uh yeah that's one of my recommendations to um go binge watch the Kardashians until you find that episode I, I know you two are like flat earthers and all but we're like where do you stand on aliens in general like you think they're out there are they living among us you believe oh 100% I don't think they're, I don't think do you think they're living among us I don't think they're living among us um, I don't know. The jury's out. They could be, because I don't think they look like we think they do. Does that make sense? I think the media have made them look really human, but I don't think they are. They look like that. What yeah, if, that... Like, you know, slots have been aliens the whole time and nobody bothered to check, you know? Yeah. How do you check? This is the thing, like... I don't know. Or, like, spiders are types of aliens. And I think uh, it's possible. That's like the... Um, I know Lisa's going to bring this up, the movie Arrival, but that's, like, the reason why I like that movie, because it's, like, the first, like, alien movie where the aliens aren't, like, little green men. Well, that I've seen, anyways. Um, so I thought that was cool. True. Um, you seen all these, like, declassified videos from the US Navy that came out a couple of months ago showing, like, UFO footage? Oh, my God, I yes. didn't watch them. I only heard about them. They're pretty it's spooky. Nuts. It's kind of crazy. Um, what, like, like, what I'm... is it? Like, is it like spacecraft or is it yeah they're usually just kind of blobs in their like thermal cameras you know but like uh you know the pilots who captured this stuff on video have claimed to have seen them with their naked eyes as well and like described what they look like and they're traveling at fucking thousands of miles an hour like i mean i've seen some really good like plausible explanations but the thing is they've like they've like looked into all this shit and they still can't conclusively say what they are which is kind of freaky you know like all of these explanations are plausible, but none of them are definitely what it is. Are any of the explanations like talking about? I, I don't know. I suppose more secretive countries that may have developed spacecrafts that maybe aren't like mainstream. Yeah, that's that's like 
top tier top tier conspiracy would be it's aliens tier two is like it's Chinese or the Russians have built a kind of crazy spaceship and they're spying on us or the Americans have built one and they were testing them and they don't want to make it public yet or whatever um, it's, it's just which, so mad know, that there there's people out there who obviously saw something and then they were told that they didn't see anything and now these are all coming out and they, it proves that they were seeing something but they're like it's just nuts like imagine actually seeing some sort of alien craft and being told uh no you didn't see anything here you must like go absolutely insane Hmm. Um, back to space you mentioned arrival there before we left oh yeah hilariously killian for context i saw arrival once and it was on a lad's holiday in portugal when we were all drunk and Ali said that she wanted to get pregnant by an alien. No, I didn't. Okay. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is a great. This is a great topic. Um, which alien? Which movie alien would you ride? And why is it the one from Aliens? I I I just wouldn't. This came this came up because of an app. What was it even called? It was one of those apps where you can put in a couple of words and you can make a little tune and mm. it would like be a really super auto-tuned voice singing you a little song. And Oscar... Shout out to friend of the pod, Oscar. Put in the words, Ali wants to bone an alien and made about eight tracks that were really catchy. <laughs> they were and actually really catchy. That's a huge portion of the reason I remember watching Arrival is that you wanted to bone an alien. We should try find the the tracks or that app and remake it. You have really valid uh, points. Make it the intro to the the episode or something. Oh my god, (laughs) we actually should. Anyway, tell us about Arrival. What do you remember about it? The aliens looked so different and that was part of the reason that we all agreed to watch it. Mm. I liked that. I enjoyed it. Were we drunk when we decided to watch it or were we drunk watching it? I it's could not, not have a, been sober in a good agreed. movie to drink to. Mm, yeah, no. I mean, I'm trying to figure like, is it better to be drunk or not? Does it improve the experience, or does Our, it make it like, worse? Choices of like stuff to watch on that holiday were bizarre. It was like Riverdale and Arrival. <laughs> and did we watch it? We probably watched Sing Street. <laughs> no <laughs> triple threat. Oh my god! No um, triple threat. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna add to your recommendation of a riot. What's the name of the segment? Is it does it have a catchy name like, or is it just no, recommend just, stuff? <laughs> this Killian recommends. Chat shit. Shit Killian right, so, recommends. Yeah. Um, I would also recommend the the short story arrival was based on. I think it's called Story of Your Life. Story of my life. <laughs> um, but it's in like a little short story collection. Um, I read it years ago on a plane can't remember where i was going but i remember the short story being very good and i read it before watching the movie and then the, mo- the movie's like quite close i mean it's really a good ad- adaptation but uh the short story is also great if you can get your hands on it it's, uh, do we know it's who it's by uh it is by uh ted chang oh um, that sounds fun i didn't know it was based on a short story this makes yeah, it so I much did. more interesting to me now because i'm like oh this probably makes sense logically also has that lovely Max Richter song in it. What's it on the nature of daylight? Stunning. Guaranteed oh, and, um, to make you cry. Your man, uh, d- uh, 
is it Denny Villeneuve who directed that is now just like oh yeah making so much good stuff Blade Runner he's doing June, Dune that's June. A, that's on my list it's on my list um I have you're gonna the recommend oh right I've never Ooh. actually finished it I've, I've I'm like halfway through it I keep getting a few chapters in and then stopping because it's so heavy like it's so this is what I was on. gonna talk about because like people who listen to the podcast know I do a little bit of reading but not a lot uh and I find it very hard to like get into a book and this is like known for that it's known for being difficult to get into because it's such a massive world there's so many characters their names are all like crazy there's so many place names there's just so much to remember in the first like few chapters and you do actually really have to like get your head around it for any of it to make sense uh and there's all sort of like rules within the world that are all sort of thrown upon you very quick as well um but yeah i feel like if you stick with it it's really good because everything else once you once you're past that everything else is like super fast paced it's full of action full of plot twists and like I don't know, I feel like when I saw like the cast for the film then, I was like, whoa, this is so well cast. That's why I'm like so excited for it, because I just think it's like cast so perfectly. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely like recommend stick the landing. It could like go either way. It could either be so stupid that it's just ridiculous, or they could nail, you know, without it being too heavy and too complicated. I'm hoping it's good. It looks good, the movie. Yeah, but, I think it's going to um... be good. Like, I never watched the old version of it. Um, the David Lynch one because didn't he, he I think he said something about not being happy with it it wasn't like how he wanted it to be so I was just like oh, I don't really want to watch it then because um, that would annoy me imagine having to put something out and then you're just like oh it isn't exactly how I wanted it um, so yeah I'm just looking forward to the new one the only thing that I'm sort of disappointed in with it is obviously love Hans Zimmer doesn't everyone but what I've heard so far of like the score is not it like I don't really like it um, and that was like one of the things I was super looking forward to. So I'm hoping that like the rest of it is better because he, I think he put out like two or three songs there like last week as like a sneak peek. But uh, I don't know. I wouldn't go so far as saying they're trash, but like they're kind of trash. I'll give them a listen. Um, I didn't if know you can call Hans Zimmer trash, but like <laughs> you just did. Sorry. <laughs> oh. I have um, I have a song that I can recommend as well, just while we're on music. Yeah, totally. It's just one song. It's called Apollo. Um, so I thought it was quite fitting by Tourist. Uh, Tourist, I had never heard of before until someone on Twitter recommended that I listen to him because I love Oliver Arnold. She was like, oh, you probably like this guy. <gasps> uh, uh, he's from England. It's like this guy called William Phillips and he makes like electronic music. Um, and if you listen to this song and like it, there's two other songs that I really like. One of them's called Alex- Elixir and Emily. They're really nice songs. But fun fact about this guy, right? Tourist or William Phillips, if you want to call him by his full name. He actually has a Grammy because he was a co-writer on Sam Smith's song Stay With Me. Oh, which wow. is bonkers. Like, what a mad... Like it's just so like... different to what he makes. And then, as look, then I fell down a rabbit hole. Uh when he's not like writing Grammy hits or like making his own tunes, he's remixing with Christine and the Queens, Churches, and Wolf Alice and Hosier. The hell, like this what song has eighty thousand uh, listens, like, and he's working with Sam Smith and Hosier and all, like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, just when I was reading out the ch- churches, can we just talk about the letter V in mm. that 
fucking title. Yes. That's so annoying. I hate that. Didn't they not I release a very it. funny TikTok there recently explaining why they did it? I didn't see it, but it just gives me like war flashbacks to 2012 Tumblr and everything having a V in its username. Why do people do that? I don't get it. I don't know. Edgy, you know. Find that TikTok sure. and show it I to me. I need excuses. <laughs> we'll keep you awake at night and make you have a public apology moment. Yeah, honestly, like I, I need a public apology. I just like fucking just spell it right. Speaking mm. of space music, actually, um, I know we mentioned them last week very briefly, but Glass Animals released a new section to one of their albums where they have like stripped back versions of songs and they have a song called Space Ghost Coast to Coast that they've done a stripped <laughs> version of and it's so good. So if anyone is into them, check out the end. It's like bonus tracks on their new deluxe version of their album Dreamland. Um, Very funky and vibey and very different from the original release, which I thought was quite cool. Glass Animals are your Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I just re- remembered? When we were in, I think either second or third year in college, I was part of a group who, I don't know what module it was, but we had to make uh, some sort of devised piece and mine was about space. And it was myself and friend of the pod, I think, yeah, it was. It was friend of the podcast, Eliza Bellward, in the bathrooms of the Beckett Dance Studio in Trinity College, Dublin, brushing our teeth in the sink and pretending that we were and kind of floating around I think and everyone was stuffed into the bathroom and made watch it this is such a specific insight into a drama degree yeah <laughs> I just remembered it's... that oh, wow. where are we we've got a bathroom what do we got two brushes let's just make it happen you know? yeah I, I, don't, I can't remember space, whether we guys. did well in that or not that could go both ways I feel yeah. that's either like fucking first or just call it experimental fail. and get it first yeah, yeah um, i just got i just remember that there now on, on space music and hans zimmer i think it goes without saying interstellar is the best space soundtrack oh, possibly yeah. ever oh, put to film yeah. uh, i'm just i'm gonna recommend two movies that on their own are like of course they're, they're just the default space movies but watch them back to back because uh, i had friends who hadn't seen either movie and I did a double bill at my gaff of uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey immediately followed by Interstellar. And Fuck. it is so, it's an experience. Like, it's crazy. Cause, <laughs> How uh, long both, was that? Uh, about the length of 2001 A Space Odyssey and then Interstellar. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. Who let this are. man on the podcast? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Very long. Too long. It's 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 a it's a trek like it's a bit of effort, but they're so good and they're so good back to back. They work really well as a. I've never bill. seen Space Odyssey. I know that's like a crime. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean it is great, but it's like kind of it's weighed down a lot. Like there's a lot of I mean it's slow on purpose because it's trying to get across how slow and empty and vast space is, but it is slow. Like I mean, oh Interstellar is like a fucking diehard movie in comparison um but yeah it's great the visuals are unbelievably good still and the music is like um it's all like recomposed like classical music and stuff but uh it's good good shit i mean it's kind of probably the most famous space movie ever for a reason it's really good i only have um, i only have one more wreck and uh it's one that i think most people will have probably seen but i thought i would talk about it anyway because i love it so much 
it's Louis Theroux's Weird Weekends UFO episode. I'm pretty sure it's like the first ever Weird Weekends episode that was ever released. I couldn't. It's not on Netflix anymore, so I couldn't find this. Um, but if you haven't seen it, it's like Louis Theroux when he's very, very young and new to being Louis Theroux, and he like goes to the deserts of like I think it's like Southwest America, you know, like Nevada, that sort of side of things. And he meets up with like a lot of these mad things who like live out there and they're just I don't, it's very funny like they claim like aliens are killing their cows and and there's people who like make a living off of like i think do they call it like ufo tourism where they have these little shops that have little green men for sale um but yeah he just kind of meets all these like mad alien people who live in the desert and i think i think it's in this episode i, I think he goes back to this like thing at some point but I do think it's in this episode where there's I think there's their couple and they bring him out into like the back arse of the desert like terrifying going out with these two very strange people and they arm him up with like some sort of gun and helmet or something and uh, they tell him that they're going to where like a portal opens into the alien world and the aliens are going to like come through obviously they sit there for hours and nothing happens but uh, it's very gas. And then there's another part, I'm pretty sure it's the same episode, where he goes to some house and it's some owl lad, like, like proper granddad age. And he claims that he can host, like, I don't know, the soul or something of an extraterrestrial in his own body. And they gather around. Do you know, like, when you watch, like, those mediums and stuff that become, like, possessed by ghosts? Yeah. It's like that, but with aliens. I think I've seen this documentary... <laughs> It's years so ago, weird. Rings a bell. That, that part yeah, rings a bell, definitely. and he sits there and he's he just like out of nowhere just it's all it's it's very clearly put on like it's actually really embarrassing but he starts like shaking and stuff and then he's like he's like ground control this is ground control or something like that and then it starts making like all these like r2d2 like beep beep boop boop sounds and all and everyone's just sitting there like listening to him making like static noises and stuff being like oh wow he's hosting an alien in his body and like it's just a gas like you're probably gonna learn nothing from it other than that like people in the desert are the heat has gone to their head but like good for them mm. i'm glad they're having a good time it's basically nomad land on lsd so i yeah i definitely rec i'm sure you'll find it so like it's not netflix but you know i'm not gonna give you any secret websites that you can go find it on but it's definitely up there this is like what scientology believes that we're all Host, hosting alien ghosts and, and any bad thoughts that we have and any bad deeds that we do is because of these alien ghosts in our bodies are taking over and possessing us and stuff like that's their whole deal that's uh, I that's such a convenient them. it's a convenient um, way to like rid yourself of guilt for doing yeah just get rid of them things. ghosts you're like well that's the alien that's possessing me just uh, fucking get the ghostbusters in it'll clean you right <laughs> yeah. up you know just have a shower um I've, I've two recommendations i literally just thought up right now because i realized i came really unprepared and i just named the two most famous space movies ever uh but i have two real recommendations uh first one uh it's a documentary called apollo 11 came out in 2019 uh it's all using um basically uh it, yeah it's like around the time the uh the first moon landing happened um it was filmed in like super high quality like 70 mil film or something for a film at the time that was never made Film was put into storage, never seen, taken back out, put it together into this amazing documentary. It's got this epic like synth soundtrack, and there is one particular bit that made me so fucking nervous. It it shows 
the descent of the lander from orbit around the moon down to the ground in real time, just in like one continuous shot. It just like disconnects from the from the uh, ship, goes out of sight, switches to the camera on board, and you just see the moon getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And it gives you the amount of fuel that they have left in seconds. It's like oh. one minute of fuel left, 30 seconds of fuel left, 20 seconds of fuel left. It is so nerve-wracking. Uh, and even though it's a historical event and I know it goes well, I was still shitting myself watching this. I was like, are they going to make it? Like, it's I remember so seeing the trailer for that. I never saw it in the end, but even the trailer was like unreal. It's well worth a watch. It's so good. If, if you ever want to get like excited about space or if you ever want to like, feel the feeling that people in the 60s felt when they watched this stuff on yeah. TV, this movie nails that uh, thing, that whole feeling. Um, you'll feel like Elon Musk after watching it uh, and then realize you yeah. don't have billions and you'll never go to the moon uh, and then you'll get sad uh, my second recommendation is a video game uh, it was just my whole childhood and it was recently re-released it was remade so you can play it on like modern systems and stuff and I might pick it up again and maybe I'm just looking back on this in rose tinted glasses and it's actually shit I don't know I haven't played it since I was like 12 but destroy all humans you play as an alien set in the 50s in like rural America. It's, it's playing off the whole Roswell conspiracy and like the men in black and all that sort of thing oh, and this government cover ups. Yeah, that's you, you, uh, you can like read people's minds, you can take over their bodies, you can explode cows and steal their brains and you know, just all, <laughs> all that sort of shit. All the stuff you want to do on a average weekend. All, all, every, like anything you'd want to do as a 1950s. Sounds like a last holiday. You can do. It's, yeah, it's a really good, really good time. What Moore should have been. 10 years ago. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I wish that's what happened in Castlemore. That'd be way better than what's currently happening. So it's uh, <laughs> it's it's Love Island, except one person's a secret alien and everyone has to figure out who it is. Oh my God, Jake is the alien. <laughs> For sure. Um, I have a question before we go dive into any feed food. So yeah. we've obviously asked about who we want to blast into space, but who would be the people you would save in an alien invasion that you'd want to be your allies? Are we fighting back against the aliens or are we just going to hide and survive this alien invasion? I've chosen the route of escape and survive. Okay. Because if like we're fighting back... they're helping you? Yeah. They're oh. helping me get to, get to a little quiet spot, chill out for a bit. Um, um. I would bring Taika Waititi, his wife, and Tessa Thompson and uh, <laughs> I would see if they want to turn that threesome they had into a foursome... <laughs> in our little alien proof bunker just to while the time away spicy i'm going for someone really topical i want paul o'donovan to row me to safety because he would be so comical (laughs) i want paul o'donovan to row me (laughs) i didn't know where that was going (laughs) row me (laughs) you thought it not me but my mother keeps on reminding me that he's training to be a doctor so not only would he be a fantastic rower you'd be able to get medical attention It'd be so perfect. You're assembling like the Avengers, except he's a the world's best rower slash doctor. It's like he doesn't <laughs> yeah, have superpowers. Weird, like... I'd also love to be joined by like some comedic characters in this rowing experience. So I've picked Tom Jones for obvious reasons. Of course. I think he That's also. That's another recommendation. Like... That Tim Burton Tom movie. Tom Jones. Uh, yeah. What's the name of it? What's the name of that Tim, Tom Tim Burton Jones. movie with the aliens and Tom Jones? Mars Attacks. He's in yeah. an alien movie. So yeah, Tom funny. Jones is in a Tim Burton alien movie and his music makes aliens' heads explode or something, I think, is what See, happens. useful, Ali. Take that back about my Tom. When you were talking about, like, people who could protect you against aliens, my mind just went straight to the rock. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Logical, but, um, to be fair. Earlier on, when I, I completely forgot to like put actual thought into this question. But um, my my mind earlier on definitely went to like comedians. I would love to like because you're probably gonna die realistically if the aliens are violent. Like you've no fucking hope. Um, yeah. So you might as well be around funny people. Uh, are comedians funny long term though? I feel like they've got their. It's set not gonna be long term. Super depressed. Okay, so they just do their set and then they die. You're, you're gonna <laughs> last about an hour if the aliens come and are actually like pew pew aliens and aren't like the arrival ones that just sort of chill for a bit and head on. And ride like... you, of course. <laughs> oh my god! I do not want to bone an alien. Maybe <laughs> very good an half alien, half human child. I think you'd really enjoy motherhood, Ali. I don't. <laughs> is this like a human, but instead of legs, it has tentacles, or is it's it like a pile of Sims. tentacles with legs? It's How like is in the working Sims out? when when you've an alien baby. You can do that. There's aliens in the Sims too. You can be an alien. A green fella. Jesus. Yeah, you can also be a plant person. You can like be a human plant. Cool. Um, the Sims is really strange, actually, when you think about it. Um, I feel like the plant onto person feed is my food. Onto level. feed food, guys. <laughs> what feed food do we have? Um, uh, for feed on, food, man. is it just? Is it from any platform we can recommend Anything. stuff? Something and that you yeah. follow. Okay, because uh, I only really use Instagram and I only really follow mates on there. But I will say, if you're interested in space stuff, uh, a good YouTube channel to check out is Scott Manley. He's like a Scottish DJ slash astrophysicist guy and he just breaks yeah. down history stuff about space and it's quite interesting if you're into that sort of thing cool um that's about it because i don't <laughs> i don't follow very many interesting stuff on instagram it's mostly just photography um nice yeah i'm sorry what have you got lisa not very interesting <laughs> uh i'm obsessed with chris hadfield's mixture of stuff that he posts on twitter it's like he's like everyone's wholesome dad right now there's like bits about space but he's also like hyping up successful olympians and pictures of his dog it is such a good combination yeah he's one of those people that like do you know when they just come across so normal on the internet that i can't comprehend like just how intelligent he must be you know that kind of way like yeah the amount of information that's in that man's brain and he just sort of like posts like i don't know i actually don't follow him but i imagine he posts like dog pics and dinners he has a very good video of a puppy learning how to howl and he goes learning how to be brave and people started retweeting it being like same (laughs) wow (laughs) that is relatable i'm so glad you um stuck to the theme on this week's feed food because i didn't at all Uh, (laughs) trouble what have you got my my feed food is a at 147 deli on feed food i think i told lisa about this before they're a sandwich shop on Parnell Street in Dublin and I'm not a sandwich girl but for them I am a sandwich girl it is the best sandwich shop in Ireland them some good looking like, sandwiches I'm at their pictures here <laughs> yeah I, like I don't even I know this is a podcast but I actually don't know how to put into words how good their food is you just have to go look they also like they do baked goods and, and like coffee and everything as well I, I think they might have sit down areas now if you have a covid passport um but they they sell out of a little hut kind of out a window but like the queue is always pretty big so i'd recommend getting down pretty do they serve guinness there's a picture of guinness on their twitter um 
I don't know actually. Anytime I've been there, they've not been serving drink, but they're they're like between some pubs, so maybe it was oh, next door's okay. Guinness. But lads, their their food is so good, and they have like I think there's only like seven or eight sandwiches on the menu, but then they have I don't know whether it's like a daily or a weekly special, and it's always just something mad. They have like veggie options. They're so good, and like they their cinnamon buns are amazing. Their flat whites are unreal. I was working on what's that street, North Great Georgia Street, there a while ago, and I swear to God, I literally got food from there every single day. Like incredible. Just you trust people. Really elevating through yeah, Zoom. it's so annoying because I can't, I can't go on a weekday because it's too far away from my work, and I just really want one now. Can I, can I uh, make a new segment called Food Feed Food, where you recommend feed food and food? Yeah. That's a good one. We should. Food, we're food, we're yeah. taking this yeah, straight we to the bank. End up talking about food quite a bit on feed food, don't we? It should just be food feed food 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most likely to Thanks be for listening. Um, Killian, tell people where they can find you. Um, sure. Um, my Instagram is killian. It's like will I am, except with a C at the start and an N at the end. Oh my god. And uh, uh, I'm currently on a podcast. We've got three seasons just in the bank ready to go we haven't pulled the trigger on it yet but if it's out by the time you hear this it's called top picks where each week we suggest an album and a movie to check out and then we go check it out and then we say how bad it is or good it is that's Um, good and i I could add it to my list of failed podcasts at any point (laughs) but for the moment it's still ongoing which is good yeah and if you want to follow us if you don't already it is at chatship pod on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, and then at chat shit, but without the T and two eyes instead, on TikTok. And then, I don't know, if you want to send us an email, if you're like an email person, I think our email is podcast at chat shit at gmail.com. And, you know, for, for those of you who like just don't do social media or whatever, too cool for school, send us For the, the small crowd who doesn't have social media but listens to podcasts, Yeah. this one's for you. This one goes out to you guys because you this are the true aliens. If you're picking this up on the old FM radio, uh, you can find our, our fax number. Uh, also, before we go, I just want to say when I was looking into the Kardashians and trying to find that episode earlier, I may not have found proof that it exists, but I did find a tweet from Kim Kardashian um, that was from April 16th this year and Kim said, do you believe in aliens? So I just want to shout out to Kim Kardashian because Kim Kardashian is probably listening and I just, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you come back for more. Thanks, Kim. Bye. 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 Bye.